Hello everyone, welcome back to uh, Capes and Japes. We are uh, recording early on a Sunday. Um, it <laughs> is also uh, one of the hottest days we've had here so far. So oh no! I am sitting in my kitchen in the hopes that it'll be slightly cooler than my bedroom. So, so if the acoustics sound different. Yes. It sounds That's, like kitchen. It's it's kitchen. It's kitchen sounds. It's kitchen audio. Well, um, you, you know what we need. Gotta crack open a cold one with the boys. <laughs> You're right. While I'm here, I should I do meant that. To, I meant to open that before we started recording, but then it became, you know, <clears throat> slightly early. Yeah, that's fine. It's it was it was foley work. Um, <laughs> uh, also, if I. Uh, if my vibes are weird during this episode, it is because I'm very sweaty. <laughs> Sweat affects the vibes. If my vibes are weird during this episode, it's because uh, today is my only day off between um, working five days and then working four days and then going on vacation to visit my grandparents. Uh, so, also... No clue if there's going to be an episode next week. We'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah, we we will we will provide uh, announcements to people. Uh, but there there is a there is a definite chance that uh, next week will be our first actual missed episode because of like you know real personal life reasons. No, we had one, didn't we? We had one that we skipped, but it was because like. No, like, didn't we have one recently? We had one that was a day late. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah, but we didn't we, skip it. We had... In our four and a half years of podcasting, we have been reliable. We, goddamn, if nothing else. <laughs> yeah, it... It it only tangentially has to do with the fact that the Monday that we would normally record that episode is, in fact, the American holiday, the 4th of July. <laughs> I'm not it's going just... out of town because it's the 4th of July. I am going out of town for a family reunion because my grandparents' wedding anniversary and one of their birthdays is around this time. No, so it all just kind of uh, coalesces. <laughs> yes. Uh, anyways. But Anyways. this week, we do have an episode. Brian yes. is using part of their day off nobly to record a <laughs> podcast. It's okay. After this, I get to play D&D. Oh, God. Th perfect. Um, and we are still making our way through, uh, through some, some classic New Mutants. And we could not talk about the New Mutants and not talk about that sweet boy, Sam Guthrie. Our sweet, sweet lad. Oh, uh, just a, just a good, just a good lad. Just, just a s sweet guy. Um, so, uh, Sam Guthrie, uh, X-Men codename Cannonball, uh, is a mutant who has the pat. Basically, he propels himself to fly really fast. And he's um, impervious while he's blasting. Yes. It's this whole thing of, like, oh, his, like, 
body produces like thermal energy that he releases from his skin and that creates the force field around him and also like makes him able to like propel himself very fast but basically he flies really fast and he's impervious to damage while he's doing it hence cannonball you know he (laughs) yeah and when he first started he could only go in a straight line he has since learned how to turn (laughs) And we're all very proud of him. He does a good job. He took. He did a lot of training. He put a lot of time in, a lot of work, a lot of effort. We're so proud yes. of him. Yes. I think he started... I think he... I think he trained with Nightcrawler at one point. I think so, yes. Um, you know, just... Just just helping him out. Just, just fun X-Men things. Just hashtag little X-Men things. Um, so... Sam is uh, introduced as part of the original New Mutants graphic novel, uh, along with uh, Karma and Danny and Rain and uh, Roberto. Uh, He is technically, at the start, he is uh, working for uh, the villain of the New Mutants graphic novel, uh, forget about Donald that. Pierce, um, who is, we've mentioned like a couple times now, one of those X-Men villains who all end up becoming interchangeable to me. There's just like a bunch of like anti-mutant powerful white guys and they all have like evil sounding names, but like still somewhat generic. So it's like Donald Pierce. Cameron Hodge, William Stryker. Uh, like, it gets very difficult to me for me to remember which of these guys is which. Um, but Donald Pierce is the one who uh, goes to uh, Sam when he finds out about Sam's powers and uh, hires him to help take down the New Mutants. Uh, but when it comes time to actually uh kill them he doesn't want to do it because he's a he's a nice young lad who doesn't want to kill people um teams up with the new mutants stops donald pierce and is then on the team going forward um they're just like hey you know frankly, who's using you right and he's like oh shit <laughs> ah damn it ah beans um it it doesn't it doesn't really seem to be like that much of an issue for them. Um just no, like yeah, that's when they fine. meet him, he's just like, I don't want to hurt anybody. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, okay, clearly you're not like bought into like the evil guy scheme. This is literally just a job for you. This is and you are just a teen who <laughs> got manipulated. You are a teen who got manipulated into a job and you're like, cool, a job, I need one of those to help support my family. <laughs> and Karma's like, well, that's relatable, so Yeah. And Karma's like, alright, cool. You wanna join us? You wanna join our yeah, team? Yeah, you wanna ha- you wanna hang out? Have come, a fun time. Come to with, school with we us. We won't make you kill people. Yeah, come to school. Um so Sam is uh from Kentucky. He has I think like 
t- like a lot of siblings, like ten or eleven siblings. Oh, he's got a he's got a slew of siblings. <laughs> he's got a he's he's they're they're chock full of siblings over there at the Guthrie household. Uh, many of his siblings also develop uh, mutant powers. Um, one uh, one of whom his sister Paige um, becomes the X Men uh, known as Husk because she has the ability to like. Basically, she, like, changes her, like, skin into, like, different materials, like, you know, like, metal or or whatever. But she does it by shedding the skin she currently has um, to reveal a different skin, which does wig me out a little bit, but (laughs) I'm happy for her. Um, I mean, Husk is a pretty good codename for that, so... Yeah, Husk is Husk is a cool code name. She's the one of his siblings who's kind of like had the most prominent role in X-Men uh besides Sam, but he also has um he has a younger brother um who has wings who goes by Icarus who ends up like after like House of M uh when all those like uh this this is another i think i think it's william striker another uh white dude who hates the (laughs) x-men um like uh tricks jay into helping him and then he uh ends up like bombing a bus full of uh full of depowered mutants um oh that one huh (laughs) yeah yeah that that incident um and uh Jay and, uh, Stryker kills Jay afterwards, but he has since, uh, been resurrected on Krakoa. As have um, all mutants. (laughs) As have all mutants. I mean, some of them haven't been yet, but they will be. Um, he also has a, uh, a younger sister who also has, like, a flight-related power who did lose her powers, um, after House of M and was, I think, the first like, mutant to die in the Krakoan crucible ritual, where a mutant who doesn't have their powers can fight to the death in ritual combat so they can die and get resurrected with their powers. Um, She was the first one to die in ritual combat. (laughs) Yeah, congratulations to Melody Guthrie. Um, But she obviously has since been resurrected with her powers. Um... Otherwise, what would be the point of the ritual combat? Otherwise, why would we do the whole thing? Do you think um, and they figured out after the ritual combat that that's how it worked? Like, she just died, <laughs> and then they're like, well, what now? And is like, we can bring her back. They're like, oh my oh. god, that's what this was about? I thought it was just fighting to the death. I thought it was just a weird thing you guys were doing. Um, he, um... Also has a younger brother who, uh, had, like, a, uh, like, an eye laser power, um, who also got, uh, lost his powers after House of M. Uh, no word yet on whether he is, has participated in the ritual combat. Um, but yeah, it's a, uh, it's a pretty... Pretty complicated family tree. Uh, a lot going on. Um, 
so when uh Sam is uh pretty young, um their father uh dies in a uh coal mine. He gets uh black lung from working in a Kentucky coal mine all his life and he dies. Um and Sam in an effort to help out his family um agrees Go- goes to work in the mines <laughs> goes to work in the mines um where his dad died or j- where his dad the reason that his dad is dead um on uh on like maybe his first day if not his first day that very shortly into his uh tenure he's working with like another miner who's like a friend of his father's um and uh the mine shaft starts to collapse and uh sam's mutant power kicks in for the first time and he's able to rescue the two of them uh by blast which is very <laughs> yeah um in new mutants they the movie the the bad movie they changed yeah. this so that his mutant power actually killed a bunch of people, um, <laughs> which is quite sad. I it's very sad, but also I guess for like your slight like your horror film. Yeah, yeah, it 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 tracks. It's like oh, he's haunted by this terrible incident. Yeah, they um, have to give him nightmares about something, and I guess it couldn't be you know. <laughs> saving a man (laughs) yeah one time i almost died but it was fine like again it was probably a pretty traumatic experience oh yeah not like horror movie traumatic yeah not like oh i accidentally killed all of my dad's co-workers (laughs) yeah um it's fine so i do think it's kind of neat that like minor that he saves just be all like thanks but get out of here you weird mutant (laughs) Or am I misremembering that? I think I I didn't see anything about that while I was taking notes, but um, I would not be surprised given that this is (laughs) X-Men. Thanks for saving my life. Now get out of town. Yeah, exactly. And it would, he'd be like, oh man, now I need a new job. And this shady old man (laughs) can be like, hey kid. Hey kid, I heard you need a job. Yeah, I got a job for you, buddy. And I don't it's care that you kill a these teens. <laughs> um, so cannon uh, ball, more like cannon fodder. Am I right, teen? Hey, got him. <laughs> got this teen. <laughs> um. <laughs> so yes, Sam uh joins the New Mutants. Um. As their only white dude member until Doug shows up. Um, he, uh, very quickly becomes very, very, very close with Roberto, uh, Sunspot. In, like, a way that unfortunately gets overshadowed by the other stuff going on in the New Mutants because, like, as we've discussed, Doug and Warlock are doing everything that they're doing, and Dan- Rain and Danny have this, like, impenetrable psychic bond. Um, and Sam and Roberto just are, like, really close in a normal way. 
But they I, are really, really, really close. Are they close in a normal way? Well, I mean, not in a normal way, but not <laughs> in like a, you know, psychic soul bond, like this, body this sharing is true. kind like, of way. A normal way for, by X-Men standards. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, um, he's very close with Roberto, uh, wink. Um, he is also, uh, I mean, all of the New Mutants are, like, obviously very good friends. Um, he is, uh, close with Rain, who has, like, early on kind of a crush on him. Um, but Sam is just like, wow, Rain, my very good friend. <laughs> I'm so proud of her for working through her issues. <laughs> um, and, uh, he... He and Danny have kind of a thing where they, like, when they become, like, co-leaders after, like, uh, Karma steps down, um, they're, like, they're, they're close and they're very good friends and they, like, respect each other, but they sometimes have, like, kind of a, they sometimes butt heads a little bit, um, which, like, carries into them, like, interacting later as, like, adults, but, uh, they are, like, very good friends. Um, while he's on the New Mutants, he, um, enters into what's probably his, like, most well-known, uh, romantic relationship, even though it's not the one he actually, like, ended up with long-term, um, because the New Mutants encounter, uh, intergalactic mutant rock star slash thief Lila Cheney. I have a lot of opinions about Lila Cheney and (laughs) most of them are like, why are you dating this teen? Why are you dating this teen? Why are you dating this teen? Hey, I know it's not your fault because you are a comics book character and men have written you. But also, yes. why are you dating this teen? <laughs> um, yeah, I I think, like, Lila's whole concept is, like, I mean, dope as hell, obviously. She's, like, an intergalactic mutant rock star who uses her powers for crime. Um, and it's also, like, a, like extremely, like, 80s, like, glam rock vibe. Um, which is fun. But, like... Why is she dating this teen, though, Lila? Why is she dating this teen? Miss Cheney, you are a famous rock star. Um, You could probably find any number of age-appropriate partners who would be interested in you. Don't date this teen. Let, let, let this teen be on his, his teen team with his teen friends. Um, this, it is, um... It is kind of like an uh ongoing like on again off again thing uh between them um Lila uh seemingly dies at some point she gets like uh kidnapped by a bunch of uh aliens and they help uh they work together with like Gossamer to try and rescue her and then Lila ends up, like, sacrificing herself to save everybody. Um, but she does, she does, um, 
she does come back at some point. Um, I think it's like, I think it's like Professor X tells, um, Sam where she is and Sam goes looking for her and dates her again for a, a little while. And then, um, I think they break up again. Uh, she has shown up recently in the Krakoa era. Um, and she and Sam don't seem to have any bad feelings between them. Um, there's, like, one point where it's, like, he, like, brings her home to meet his mom, and she, like, brings a present that's, like, a space crystal, and he assumes she stole it, and she gets really upset. Yeah, Um, like, the thing is, if they were both teens, it would be cute. Yeah. But she is not a teen. (laughs) Yeah, instead it's just kind of like, hmm. Um, hey, welcome to our, our New Mutants reboot, where, uh, Lila Cheney is now a teen rock star. <laughs> it's the same, except Lila is a teen, and m- more of them are gay. Yeah, more of them are textually gay. Um, he, uh, so, he, obviously, he has a, a bunch of various adventures with the New Mutants, um, he's helps to co-lead the team. Um, at one point, Roberto accidentally gives him a concussion during a soccer game, and then and he, he runs away so to go... <laughs> he runs away to go live on the streets, and Warlock <laughs> has to go looking for him. Um, like, you forget that Bobby's, like, what, 14 at this point? And then he runs baby. away because he accidentally hurt his friend. And he's like, I don't deserve to be here. I hurt my friend. I, I could have killed friend. him. I'm too dangerous. I gotta go to the city. <laughs> <laughs> and Sam's like, where's Bobby? And they're like, I don't know. <laughs> he gave me a concussion. <laughs> so, they're teens. They're just teens. <laughs> It's also very funny to be Bobby doing this because it's like, Bobby is like not the person on the New Mutants who should be most having the crisis of like, oh god, I'm dangerous. It's like, one of you is a werewolf and one of you psychically projects people's worst fears into their brains and one of you can mind control people. (laughs) Roberto's fine. It's it's very, it's very cute. No, no, he's Um, too dangerous. He's He's gotta run away to the city. Dangerous. His best friend got a concussion. It's like, do you know how many concussions Sam's probably had in his life? I I mean, he would have been fine if he were blasted. He would have been fine if he were blasted. He's nigh invulnerable when he's blasted. (laughs) Oh yeah, that's another important thing. Much like they phonetically spell out Rain's accent, they do almost always phonetically spell out Sam's, like, Kentucky Southern accent. So you know. You know that's how he's talking. He says, um. Yeah, exactly. Um. So, uh, he's... They do make him say things like, I have some screenshots up from when I was reading New Mutants. I'm sorry, we were jerks. None of us, except Rain, bless her, thought beans for your feelings. 
god. Oh, I love him. Sweet young man. I love I love that he and Danny like co-lead. <laughs> yeah. Cuz they're the oldest. Yeah, exactly. They're, the like... most responsible teens. <laughs> Danny's responsible, and Sam's just had a lot of, you know, siblings that he's had to help take care of. So he's like, "Oh no, I, I get it. I, I know what I'm doing. I, I, I've got this. <laughs> I went to work in a coal mine to support my family. <laughs> I can handle wrangling these teens. Um, so, uh, Sam is on the New Mutants. Uh, when they, uh stop kind of like operating under magneto um magneto's like actually i was doing this for evil reasons it's like <laughs> mm, were you though because i think i think you kind of cared about these kids i think you were really deeply personally upset when doug died and i think you cared about these kids um and uh the uh the they start um living on this uh sentient spaceship and working with the exterminators uh and then they uh cable kind of takes ownership of the team and reforms them into edgy 90s special ops x-men team x-force uh and Make Sam his second in command of X Force. Um, while he's on X Force, this really weird thing happens. Uh, that I still can't find a super conclusive um explanation for. Um, so uh, Sam gets killed by Sauron. Um, <laughs> the not the guy from Lord of the Rings. The guy who didn't want to develop a cure for cancer. He wanted to turn people into dinosaurs. I mean, either one is funny. Either one is funny. Uh, <laughs> either one's quite funny. Um, he, yeah, he gets killed by Sauron. Um, and then suddenly comes back to life. Um, and, uh... Cable suggests that this is because, um, as he's suspected for a little while, Sam is actually an external, which is, like, a particular, like, subgroup of mutants that are immortal by definition. Um, so this, like, includes, uh, Apocalypse, probably most notably, um... Celine, uh, uh, Gideon, uh, Saul, um, so they operate under this assumption for, like, a little bit, and they have, like, a couple of other, like, externals, like, talk to Sam and be like, oh, yeah, I, this guy is an external, um, and then Celine is like, no, he's not, this is made up, and then... Later, Cable is also, like, somebody asked him about it, and he's like, oh, no, Sam wasn't an external. That was just a rumor. And it's like, you're the one who said it. Um, but it, it's, it's still, so I'm, 
I guess canonically he's not, but he did literally, he came back to life, I think, twice <laughs> with no other explanation. And, like, at one point Cable's like, oh, like, one of his siblings has a healing factor, so maybe he has a healing factor we just don't know about. Um, but he doesn't, like, heal from other stuff faster than normal. It's just that he comes back to life. <laughs> and, like, it doesn't really matter now, um, because every mutant can do this. Um, the externals aren't special anymore. Um... But it is still, it's like, you go to look up lists of, like, X-Men externals, and it'll have, like, the list of everybody, and then be like, Cannonball. Possibly. (laughs) Maybe. I, like, one of you should know this. Somebody should make a decision on this. (laughs) Um, God. Um, he's, uh... He's on X-Force, uh, X-Force kind of, like, buttheads with the X-Men from time to time because their methods are too extreme, um, and he, uh, ends up, uh, joining the, like, uh, the X-Men, the full, normal, like, classic X-Men, um, I think he's the, uh, the first of the new mutants to actually be on, like, the main X-Men team. Um, and he has been, I feel like, out of all of them, he's probably spent the most time consistently on an X-Men team of some sort, an X-Men team or an X-Men spinoff team. Yeah. Um, he, uh, he fights a, uh, are uh, gladiator uh and beats him which no other x-men has ever been able to do apparently so um that's cool i'm very proud of him um he also i think either when he's on x-men or when he's on x force he starts dating um uh boom boom i uh tabitha what's her last name um I'm looking it up. I'm sorry. It's okay. Her name's Tabitha. Um, For sure Tabitha something. It's definitely for sure Tabitha. Um, And also Tabitha. Oh, it's Tabitha Smith. I could have just named the most common last name in the United (laughs) States of America. Um, But uh, she is. um, She's also of the same like, generation as the New Mutants, but she was, uh, one of the teens along with Richter, who, uh, got rescued by the original X-Force. Um, she maybe dated Richter also, uh, but I think maybe they were just friends. Um, but she dates Sam for a little while, which, uh, kind of, struggles while uh sam is on the x-men and she isn't um sam also um they send him to infiltrate a uh a presidential campaign um of this like another rich anti-mutant white guy uh graden creed 
um, who's running for president and they don't want him to get elected president, so they send Sam in to infiltrate. I don't, I don't know why Sam, who's like, I mean, a very capable young man, but whose like powers definitely aren't like <laughs> designed for this. I was like, don't you have like a, you know, like a telepath or something who would be better at like <laughs> espionage? Maybe, maybe, but um, they send they send Sam to do it. Um, and, uh, he, I mean, he manages, so that's good. Um, he goes back to X-Force, ends up becoming the leader of X-Force. Um, he's there when they start working for Pete Wisdom and they become kind of like a spy-focused team. Um, then he, uh, he joins... Storm's X-Men team, the Extreme X-Men, um, goes, uh, back to being on the regular X-Men, um, he's briefly part of the, uh, X-Corporation, um, which is, like, the, uh, like, the international task force that gets sent to, like, uh, rescue mutants who are in trouble, um, in different countries. Um, it doesn't last very long because uh, one of his teammates dies on a mission and he feels very guilty about it and he ends up leaving for a little bit. Um, he, like, he, he's, he is on... <laughs> he's on almost every X-Men team, but he, like, is very frequently, like, leaving to, like, he's like, I'm, I'm leaving the team, I'm taking a break, I'm going home to see my family, and then, like, very quickly joins another X-Men team. Mm. Um, he buys his own farm with, uh, the money that he got from being part of X-Corp. Um. Good for him. He, uh, yeah, you know, good for him. Um, he joins the X-Men again, while, uh, Rogue is leading them, um, he, I'm pretty sure keeps his powers, um, after M-Day, uh, but he does have to deal with the, uh, death of his younger brother, which is very upsetting. Um, Cyclops <laughs> dissolves the X-Men, and Sam leaves, and he feels, like, pretty upset about it. He, like, uh, goes home to his family, but he's, like, you know, not really, like, happy there. And then <laughs> Scott is like, hi, I'm back. I'm reforming the X-Men again. Um, and Sam goes to join them. Um, they, uh, do this, this whole thing that I tried to talk about with Danny, and I didn't understand it then, and I don't understand it now. Some stuff <laughs> happens with Danny and Legion, um, where they, like, sort of reform the New Mutants, um, Sam and Danny get into a little bit of a fight because Danny wants to help, and Sam's like, you don't have powers right now, I don't want you to be in danger, and Danny's like, I can take care of myself, I have a bunch of guns now, and Sam's <laughs> like, I don't, that doesn't really, that just make that's just a new concern, really. <laughs> Um, I have guns now. Okay, now I'm worried for other reasons. Yeah, now I have new reasons to be worried. Um, they, uh, uh, Sam forms, like, his own 
squad and like doesn't put Danny on it and um she gets mad at him and they have like an like another fight about it and Sam's eventually like I it's not that I don't trust you I was just worried about you but if you really want to be on the team uh okay <laughs> Danny I didn't put you on the team because you don't have powers yeah but the guns D- Danny I don't want to I d- d- the guns aren't making me feel better <laughs> um he uh when uh Cyclops and Wolverine have a big fight and the X-Men kind of like split into two factions. Um Sam goes with uh Logan um and joins Logan's like new school that he's forming and uh teaches flying mutants how to, you know, use their flight powers. Um and then uh after the Avengers versus X-Men crossover um uh captain america feels that he's like okay the x-men have a point that uh we have not helped mutants as much as we should have you know a lot of bad stuff has happened to mutants and we haven't necessarily done that much to stop it um so as like kind of an olive branch we should have more mutants on the avengers um, and not just Wolverine. Not just Wolverine. Um, so he uh, invites um, Sam and Roberto to join the uh, main Avengers team, um, which is where Sam meets Isabel Kane, um, the Smasher. Um, or uh what one the most recent smasher the smasher i think is like a uh historically like a shiar like superhero um and uh isabella finds um some like uh old like gear that like crash landed on earth and uh starts using it to become a superhero um as you do um and sam uh meets her and they start dating um and then i think in a flash forward it's revealed that they get married and they have a kid together and they are raising their kid on the uh Shi'ar homeworld of Shandilar. Um, I have seen pictures of Sam wearing, like, a little baby harness (laughs) and blasting. (laughs) And I'm like, (laughs) I mean, if you and the the people that you carry are nigh invulnerable when you're blasting. Yeah, famously. um, Like, go for it. (laughs) perhaps the safest way to travel with a child yeah as it turns out um there was i did see a um panel from like a recent comic uh where uh like lila and and sam are like working together on something and lila kind of like flirts with him a little bit and sam's like oh lila 
Um, and she's like, I'm just teasing. And then Tabitha is like, no, Sam's like a total wife guy now. <laughs> it was like cute at first, but now it's annoying. Thank you, Tabitha. <laughs> Sam would be a wife guy. Yeah, look look at him. Look at him. Even as a teen, you could tell that he would turn into a wife guy. <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's his his right. Um so as of now, Sam is still living or mostly living um on uh, Shandra. I thought that that was your whole statement. He currently he is living or mostly living. Yeah. <laughs> as the X-Men are wont to do. Yeah, as you could probably say about many of the X-Men, they are living or mostly living. Um no, he is um he's still living on the Shi'ar homeworld with his family. He's not uh on Krakoa. Uh he does like after his his son is born, he's like um on the U.S. Avengers for a little bit, um, which, uh, I think, like, largely because, like, uh, uh, Bobby is the one who's, like, running, like, has, like, rebranded Advanced Idea Mechanics into Avengers Idea Mechanics, um, and he's, like, we need our own Avengers team. (laughs) Sam, come be on our Avengers team. Sam's, like, okay. Um... But he, uh, he is on that team for a little bit. He, uh, ultimately leaves to spend more time with his family. Um, he, uh, helps out the X-Men when, um, (laughs) when Beast transports the original five teen X-Men from the past into the present. (laughs) Uh, because he thought that would, um, be helpful instead of just creating a whole bunch of new problems, because now they have a bunch of teens, time-displaced teens that aren't supposed to be there. Um, but he, uh, he and, like, some other, like, former X-Force members, um, kind of uh, agree to help take care of young Jean Grey, because each of the, uh, like a bunch of different X-Men squads each get custody of one of these different teens. Um so he uh helps them with that. There's a whole thing where uh I think they find out that Cable got murdered by past Cable and they're trying to track down <laughs> past younger Cable. Um freaking would that time really travel. be considered murder? Why are they tracking him down? Time travel (laughs) complicates these things. I mean, it is complicated. I I don't know if they're, I mean, I don't know if they're tracking him down to prosecute him legally for (laughs) murder so much as they're just, uh, upset (laughs) that he killed their friend. (laughs) Um, God. Um, but, uh, at the end of this, he ultimately, uh, goes back to space to be with his family but he uh yes as mentioned he's currently still staying there not on Krakoa he shows up in the current new mutant series because um 
the new mutants get like framed for like a crime against the Shi'ar Empire and he shows up to help <laughs> bail them out. Um which, you know, that's friendship, baby. Um but yeah, he's a um he's a he's a he's a good he's a good sweet lad. He's a good sweet lad who loves his friends. Um truly just 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 a good boy. It's funny when I was looking up the looking up pictures of him for the um episode image i'm just like i i can't pick like like, logically i know that these are all the same sam guthrie it's just because different artists and different timelines and everything but i cannot imagine anything other than new mutant sam guthrie (laughs) It's like truly <laughs> honestly. I'm like I'm sorry to this man. I'm sorry to this man. I'm sorry to this <laughs> generically handsome Sam Guthrie. I um, need him to have his like weird little haircut, very much like does it himself because they don't have the money to go to a barber. He, yeah, exactly. Tall um, and a little awkward. Teen yeah, Sam Guthrie. Kind of, like, Weird and gangly. Um, <laughs> he's got big ears that stick out. Yeah. And he's my friend. He's um, my friend. <laughs> thank you also for including this uh, fucking Doug and Warlock scene in this set of mostly Sam and Roberto themed <laughs> images you've sent me. I, I remembered suddenly that I had... Uh, all of my like out of context comics panels from when I was reading New Mutants. <laughs> so I'm like, I wonder if I have any good little Sam bits in here. Which it did remind me that um the <laughs> when Doug died, mm-hmm. Warlock and Bobby weren't there because Bobby was throwing his fit over hurting Sam. Oh <laughs> and no! Warlock followed him. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then Bobby's like, it's my fault that Doug is dead because if I hadn't run off, Warlock wouldn't have followed me and Warlock would have protected Doug from a bullet. No! <laughs> and I'm like, these teens. <laughs> these freaking teens, they won't stop being like this. I love Bobby's terrible little 13-year-old note. Dear everyone, you were all right, and I was wrong. It was terrible of me to hurt Sam, who is the best friend I ever had. I am an evil person. <laughs> like, folks, are you ever in middle school and you think you're evil because you kick a soccer ball at your friends too hard? I... I am an evil person, and if I stay, I will only end up hurting someone or disgracing you. I saw my report card, so I know Professor Xavier knew this too. Farewell. Please forgive me and tell Sam I hope his head is better soon. Roberto. (laughs) (laughs) And Sam's just like, it was just a concussion. I'm not even (laughs) mad. I'm not even upset with him. I do hope. They kept this note, and now they're able to look back on it and laugh. Now that Roberto is, like, a cool, suave, like... Do you think... You know, they have it cajillionaire. They have it framed, really, and it, like... I really hope they do. They send it out to, like, whoever 
Bobby's gonna, like, meet next. <laughs> like, oh, Sam, like, calls up Danny, like, hey, you got that photo? Yeah, yeah, uh, Bobby's letter. Mm-hmm. He's coming over for dinner tomorrow, if you could send it on <laughs> over. <laughs> Gotta put it on the mantle. <laughs> God. Oh no, I forgot to turn off my AC. It just kicked oh, on. No. Oh no! No! Ugh. Alright. Good um, thing we're almost done. <laughs> good thing we're almost done. Um, I, uh, did, I did read some comics. I picked up some recent comics, uh, including the Marvel Pride, uh, anthology for this year, which I haven't read yet. Because I've been too busy catching up on a bunch of frickin' Krakoa stuff so I can point at Doug and go, there he is! <laughs> um, there he is! My new Blorbo! Oh, there, there, there goes my Blorbo. Watch him as he goes. Um, there he goes, there he goes again! Um, Wandering yes. through the woods, and Warlock <laughs> is his arm. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> oh my god, my cat. Well, not my cat. My roommate's cat, who's my cat for the week, was lying on my bed because it's too hot, and now she's moved to lying like on the threshold in between my door and the kitchen. Just. <laughs> Melted. <laughs> Is it hot, honey? Poor kitty. Yeah. Poor little cat. Um, yes, so I read, um, Hawksbox, finally, start to finish. Um, I do understand some things a little bit better now. Um, I've also read, I think I mentioned I read the first issue of Immortal X-Men. Um, I picked up another couple newish issues. Um, and I have a bunch of stuff that I just got from the library today. Um, oh, and also I did read, uh, finally read all of, uh, uh, Strange Adventures, which I had on hold from the library since it came out in December. <laughs> oh my god. Um, I, I know, they, the, a bunch of people wanted it, and they only had one copy in, like, the system. Um, but... I got it. I read it. It was very cool. Um, like, cool, like, mostly kind of, like, mystery story, but with a bunch of space stuff going on. Um, and also it's, you know, kind of about imperialism. Mm. <laughs> uh, cause, cause you've gotta, um, so, like, pretty dark, but I did, um, I did like it. And it, they do, um, a cool thing where, uh, they have, like, two different artists where, like, uh, Mitch Gerards is doing the, like, present day portion and Doc Shaner is doing, like, the flashbacks to, like, Adam Strange's, like, history on Ran and it's, like, you know, all this kind of, like, very, like, d old, timey, like, here we go to fight the aliens, and then, like, the present stuff is, like, this very, like, kind of almost, like, noir-ish, like, you know, people, like, on balconies, like, smoking cigarettes, so it's a very cool vibe. Um, did you have any comics you wanted to talk about? 
No, I have been uh, working every day since we last recorded. And every Yay! time I come home, I'm like, I should do something. And my body just goes, no. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so I haven't read anything, unfortunately. Um, I am hoping uh, before I leave town to go to the comic shop and at least pick up um, Pride. And hopefully, uh, as long as uh, new, newer found car sickness doesn't hit me i will be able to read on my long drive to arizona i'm so sorry though car sickness is the worst i used to every summer i we would go to visit our grandparents in arizona and it would be this long car trip and i was i mm -hmm. never had car sickness and i would always get a book we would go to borders we would get a book and i would read in the car and that's how I ended up reading the third series in the Bloody Jack uh, series, which, you know, of course, got me very into pirates. Um, and here actually, you are no, now. No, that was, it was at the beginning of my pirates phase, but it's not what got me into it. I got a book from the library that told me about historic pirates. And I was like, wow, this is cool. And then I saw a book called Under the Jolly Roger, and I was like, I want to read that. So I started reading it, <laughs> and I'm like, hmm, there's a lot of stuff here that feels like it could be explained better. <laughs> and oh then I read, the, I read the whole book, and then I'm like, ah, it is the third book in a series. <laughs> let, <laughs> me get, let me get the other two for the, for the drive back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but, um... I am hoping to be able to read. If not, I will simply listen to a podcast. <laughs> a podcast. Oh, that's another thing. I did listen to a couple episodes of the Squirrel Girl podcast. Oh, yeah. Um, it's very, very cute. Um, a lot of very fun, like, cameos and, like, character appearances and stuff. But just, like, beyond that, I was not anticipating um how excited i would be to hear like my friends doreen and, and chipmunk hunk and koi boy and nancy and all all my all my pals like they're real they're real and they're talking to me um it's um it's very sweet it's very good uh everybody does a very good job delivering like ryan north's specific style of dialogue um especially milana Vintrube, who has like the most of it um <laughs> and there's like there's a lot of like fun little like you know there's like ad breaks where they have like in-universe ads um there's a theme song there's like a radio jingle there's a lot of like very very cute stuff it's very well done um and like and funny and charming and you know extremely like heartwarming and makes you believe in the good in people and all of that important <laughs> squirrel girl stuff um well maybe i'll download so, the episodes of squirrel girl for my long trip yeah that's that's an option if you're not able to read um anyways i'm gonna finish up so i can open a window again and become marginally less sweaty so yes <laughs> uh thank you for uh joining us 
this week for Capes and Japes. Uh, you can follow us online on Twitter, Tumblr, uh, Instagram, and Facebook. Um, I would wh- whatever we're going to be doing for next week, we will probably be announcing on Twitter. Um, so you can uh, keep up with us there if you want to know what's going on. Um, we have a Discord server where we will also probably be mentioning it, but, you know, you can also join our Discord server and talk about many other things. Um, like these cool uh, pictures of letter openers <laughs> that Briar <laughs> sent earlier. Um, we have a Patreon if you want to support us on there, you can get uh, bonus episodes, watch stuff with us, help us pick what we talk about. Um, we have, uh, if you can't support us on Patreon, but you want to help out the show, you can leave a rating or review. I forgot to mention, we have an email address. It's capesandjapes at gmail.com. If you want to send anything to our email address. Um, if you want to tell a friend about the show, if you think they'd be interested in it. That would be cool. And just, you know, thank you for coming back and joining us, as you have done once again this week. So thank you for being here for this episode of Capes and Japes. I have been Olivia. And I have been Briar. And as always, I'm near and vulnerable when I'm blasting. (laughs) As we always say, (laughs) we are in fact near and vulnerable when we're blasting. Also, I am an evil person, and I am leaving forever. (laughs) 